No matter what challenges the universe sends your way, stay strong, for these are opportunities in disguise to learn and move forward. Want to know more? Stay tuned to Books on Air, the podcast that you don't want to miss. I'm Suzanne Harris, and you are about to get a sneak peek at what goes on behind the scenes with authors. You'll find out their secret recipe for creating a book. They'll tell you where they get their ideas, and you'll get the inside scoop on their newest project. Want to know more? Well, we'll tell you where to find them on social media. Are you ready? Okay, let's meet today's author. Joining me today is a fascinating woman. Her name is Diana Scanlon, and she's here to talk about her latest book, Lessons from Your Last Life, and how they can help you in this one. Diana is a certified 21st century energy practitioner, medical intuitive, and wellness life coach. She specializes in stress management and wellness coaching with a special interest in women's health. She has a diploma in horticulture. She's featured in Women of the Wise Earth, an inspired co-creation of women with a deep connection to this sacred earth and its creative feminine pulse, and she's also the co-author of the Change Book series. Diana, what an absolute pleasure to welcome you to Books on Air. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Suzanne. Thank you so much. You know, authors are often made, not born. It seems that sometimes in their lives, either someone encouraged their talent, they noticed that they were a good writer, a parent, a relative, a teacher, or there was a seminal experience in their life that focused them, and they wanted to write about that. Was there something that made you want to write the first time? There was. Um, I was inspired to write this book. I felt that the universe was urging me to write about both last and current life, um, just to help readers overcome their own challenges. Um, I, I just felt nudges, as though someone was nudging me in my shoulder, you've got to write this book, because you have so much information which is going to help people with their current challenges. And I kept saying, no, I'm not a writer. I can't write. Well, that didn't work. (laughs) Several weeks of angst and doubts later, and a promise that I would have help with the words, which I believe originated in the angelic realm, I began to write. Um, This is the true story of my escape from a challenging childhood and marital, marital domestic abuse to happiness. It's an epic journey across the world to a new continent, ultimately finding my life purpose and meeting my soulmate and life partner and receiving valuable insights and knowledge to help mankind move into the approaching golden age which I believe is imminent. I think that the book is so timely 
because you and I discussed before we started recording the fact that the virus, COVID, the COVID virus has changed everything. And people who may have been functioning pretty well before this are now not functioning all that well. And I think the message in your book, and I think that the ideas that you put in your book are very interesting, and I think they can be so helpful. Let's give our listeners just a general overview of what they'll find when they look at the table of contents of your book. I think what they will find is that I had many, many challenges in my life of how I have overcome them. Um, my book has opened up new friendships with clients because they see whatever life challenges they may be facing, whether they are physical, emotional, or spiritual, I have also faced. Um, I have faced mental and physical abuse, financial hardship, single parenthood for 10 years, severe ongoing pain from spinal injuries, which I sustained in a car accident. Um, And I was told eventually, with a decline of my spinal strength, I may be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. However, this is not the case as I remain mobile and able to walk and move around. Um, But outlining all these challenges that I have faced um, does help other people to say, well, okay, she has faced all these. I'm facing some of them. I can overcome these too. I think that's exactly the kind of message that we all need to hear right now. And the idea that you specialize in stress management, now you work with people to help them overcome the stressors or or the if there's been a mistake in their life or if there's been some sort of traumatic experience, you work directly with clients, patients, I'm not sure what word I should use, but you work directly with individuals to help them put your techniques and different strategies into practice. Is that how your your book really works? Yes, it is. Um, I'm finding now with everybody that is sent to me, they are all experiencing what I call collective fear, um, which has obviously been brought about by this pandemic. Um, and this is um, affecting their physical health. Um, it's affecting their liver. Um, this fear is stored in their liver. Their liver can't work properly. Um, I'm helping these people on the physical, emotional, mental, and, and spiritual plane. Many, many people are suffering from spiritual problems also. I'm able to help with that too. Um, I, I just feel that this is my life purpose. Um, I'm on this path. Um, I only discovered my life purpose um, relatively few years ago, only 10 years ago, um, which is when I had what may be classified as a major awakening. 
when I received the gift of medical intuition and the ability to channel universal energy to heal illness and disease at its source. Um, I was totally amazed and overwhelmed by this feeling of being lifted onto a higher vibration, even though I'd been promised a gift greater and more powerful than anything I could have imagined. I didn't feel that I was worthy. Um, and I carried that feeling for quite some time. I felt that because of the mistakes I had made throughout my life, um, I wasn't a worthy person, but I was assured by my guides um, and by the universe, yes, you are worthy, you can do this. Um, and here it is. So there it was, and I, it became obvious to me that this was the precious gift uh, that I had been granted and I give thanks for it every, every day It must be an amazing feeling to know that you can help other people are there some general ideas or some general suggestions that you could give to our listeners that would be helpful for them that are also included in your book Yes, there were a lot of insights towards the end of my book that I received, that I brought into this life, um, basically to look after and cherish the life that you have. You've been given this body, it's a gift. It may not be perfect, and you may have physical challenges or emotional challenges, but we have a choice. Um, we have access to good food and clean water if it is our choice to eat that good food and to drink that clean water. Um, practice gratitude every day. In spite of the challenges we face this year, we all have things to be grateful for. Every morning when I first wake up, I give thanks for the things that I have in my life um, and gratitude for my mobility, uh, my eyesight, my sense of hearing, all my senses, and all the other gifts I have in my life. The fact that I live in the most beautiful area on Sydney's northern beaches. Um, I have a supportive and wonderful husband, um, and I have a supportive family, uh, which to me is very, very precious. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And scientifically, I've done just a little bit of, of personal research into the area of thankfulness and gratitude. And there are so many studies that bear out exactly what you just said. The role of thankfulness and gratitude in our lives can literally change our lives, which is an amazing thing to think about, isn't it? It certainly is. You know, I'm very surprised that you said that you didn't consider yourself a writer. I'll be very honest with you. When I started reading your book, I actually was sitting there thinking, her prose, her language is beautiful. There were some of the descriptions that you wrote about the English countryside where you grew up that just transported me right there 
I was right beside you as you as you wrote, as you experienced whatever it was you were writing about. So please don't consider yourself not a writer. You certainly are a very good writer. And I think there's a little part of the book that you would like to share with our reader, our listeners. Is that right? Yes, I would love to do that. And thank you, Suzanne. I, I do believe I was given the words um, by the universe. It took me 12 months to write this book. Um, and I, I considered the words very carefully that I was given. I thought, yes, these are the words I need. So I would like to read this short excerpt from the first chapter. And at the beginning of each chapter, I add a little quote of my own. And this is the quote at the beginning of the first chapter. Life in all its fullness and beauty, happiness and sorrows, is given to us to evolve and to enrich the lives of others. Fear. Why is there so much fear? I hear my mother's heartbeat, but all I sense from her is fear and resentment. Is it fear of the birthing process? No. There is something more. But what? And why this powerful resentment? Questions with no answers. Yet. I curl up in her womb as if to protect myself, but I know the time is drawing close when I must leave this warm, safe environment. Is my life's purpose to save humanity from themselves at this time when they are poised on the brink of self-destruction? No. To awaken and enlighten them with love and inspiration why in this time of war and hatred? But of course, universal timing is never wrong. Humanity is hungry for this information. I came into this world kicking and screaming and very much aware of my mother's fear. Fear for her life and the life of her child. I hear bombs falling all around me and the noise is deafening, only muted by the sound of my cries. This trauma has, until recently, lingered with me through the years, and I still have an aversion to loud noise. How badly I wanted to return to my previous life, where I experienced peace, love, and support from my mother father and extended American Indian family. I remembered so vividly the closeness of our small community, my strong connection to Source, Spirit, God, all that is, and to Mother Earth and Mother Nature. With shock and disbelief, I instantly remembered how I left that life, how I had at age 12 developed peritonitis and how the shaman had tried in vain to heal and save me, casting spells and using herbal 
poultices on my pain-ridden body. How his eyes met mine. I'm conveyed intuitively that I would ultimately reach my potential as a healer and sage, but not in that life. At times, my past life as an American Indian child has been more real than this one. I see my mother standing above me. Her culture had created too strong a woman to show her grief at my impending death at that point. I see my happy childhood learning to live with a simple yet profound culture. How my mother stood over me as I left and how I felt her love so strongly, little knowing that I would meet her again in my next life, this one. Very, very powerful. I'm sure that we have titillated our listeners enough that they want to know where they can find the book. The easy thing, excuse me, for them to do is to go to your website. Let's give them your website address, Diana. www.beingnaturallyhealthy.com and that's all one word, lowercase. They'll find the name of the book on the home page, on the very first page, and there is a line that says, click here for more information or to purchase. If they'll simply click on that line, it will take them to the next place where there is a, a little description of the book. Now, they can either buy the book directly on that page or if they choose or if they want to go to Amazon, you also have provided them with a direct link to Amazon. And it just says right there, buy from Amazon. So click on that and it will take you straight to the page on Amazon. There's also an excerpt right there on Amazon. When you look at the book... In the upper right-hand corner, the words look inside are just featured right there in a little yellow background. If you click on the words look inside, then the book, and I'm using air quotes, opens. And you'll be able to read a beautiful excerpt from the book. It's just, it will really pull you right in. You can also buy it right there on that page. Are there other places where the book is also available, Diana? Yes, uh, Barnes & Noble. Would that be barnesandnoble.com or would it be brick and mortar, Barnes & Noble? I believe it's barnesandnoble.com or stores throughout the United States. Great. Now, on your website, I visited the website, and there's not just a way to buy the book. There is all kinds of information on your website. Let's tell our listeners what else they will find when they go there. There is information there and articles about how you can help yourself um, in in this life. Uh, there is um, information on my other on the wellness 
uh, that I'm able to, to help you with. Um, there is a host of information, and it's well worth having a good look. I couldn't agree more. There's also a way that people can contact you there on your website, and there are some other interviews that you have done that they can also access so that they can listen to other people who, of course, don't do as good an interview as I do, but <laughs> with <laughs> With whom you have also spoken. I think we all feel that way about what we get to do. It's such a, it it truly is such a pleasure to talk with authors about their work. It's just, um, for me, I just find it so, so interesting to talk to the creative mind and to hear all of the different ideas and strategies and, and techniques and things that authors talk about. Now, you're also doing Facebook and Instagram, you're on both of those. If our listeners wanted to find you on Facebook or Instagram, how could they do that? Yes, just go to Google. You will find me very easily on that. My Instagram account is Diana Healthy You at Healthy You. I think if they just put your name, in the search feature at the beginning of either Facebook or Instagram, there you are. And let yes, me that's correct. let me give them the specific title of the book and let me spell your name for them so that they'll be able to know they've got the right person. The specific title for the book is Lessons from Your Last Life and How They Can Help You in This One by Diana. D-I-A-N-A Scanlon S-C-A-N-L-A-N and they'll be able to find you easily. You know, this has been such an interesting time that we've spent together. Diana, I'm sorry that it's come to an end. I always like to give an author the opportunity to have a last word with our listeners. This is a powerful book that you've written. When the reader either closes the book physically or electronically for the last time, what do you want them to take away from this very powerful book? I would love the reader to take away the realization of that their lives are precious, they're a gift, Um, to be grateful for everything they have, the challenges in their lives that are sent to them are for a reason. No challenge will be sent that is too great for them to overcome, and they will see how I have, with great difficulty, sometimes managed to overcome the challenges I was sent. And I feel I would like to instill the information that, look, you can do it. Overcome whatever challenge you are given by the universe. Trust that you can do it. I think you and your story are inspirational. And I think the positive messaging in your book is something that our world needs right now. Thank you so much for being our guest today on Books on Air and sharing that with us. It's been such a pleasure. 
Thank you, Suzanne. It's been a delight to connect with you. Remember, you can find lessons from your last life and how they can help you in this one by Diane Scanlon on her website, www.beingnaturallyhealthy.com or you can just click that link on Amazon. You've been listening to Books on Air, brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on iTunes and iHeartRadio. I'm Suzanne Harris, and I hope that you'll join our next Books on Air podcast. Remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so much for listening.